Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Brooke Chance Fosco, a registered dietitian who early on in her career knew she wanted to be an entrepreneur, but also knew she wanted to help educate and advise future dietitians. With a successful teaching career, she saw the need to assist newer dietitians with the process of navigating their career, and she became a dietitian career coach and the CEO of Bitchin Nutrition. Please enjoy my conversation with Brooke. chat with you today. You are a woman after my own heart with, I know that we connect on Instagram because of your bitchin' nutrition and your dietitian career coaching business, but I know there's a whole bunch of other facets to you. So I'm excited to get to know you more today. Yes. Thanks so much for having me, Anne. I appreciate the invite. Absolutely. Well, let's kind of kick off the conversation. Um, Why don't you take me back to when you were looking at what you wanted to be when you grow up and how did you get into nutrition and dietetics? I think nutrition dietetics just kind of found me. My mom would always joke that she hated taking me to the grocery store because (laughs) I would spend too long looking at all the food labels And then when I was in eighth grade, she sent me to a food and nutrition science workshop at Purdue University. And we did all these experiments on fiber. We did a vitamin C titration, looking at the different levels of vitamin C in various orange juices. And I geeked out and I was like, I'm going to Purdue University and this will be my major. And here we are. Oh my, oh my, I didn't, I, that's crazy that they even had that when you were growing up. Oh, I, I know. I'm like, I loved that we even had that opportunity. I think that would be a way to increase, you know, more individuals getting exposed to nutrition dietetics, even today, if more universities, you know, had workshops for middle school, high school, et cetera. Yeah. Well, I think that's funny that your mom didn't love going grocery shopping with you. <laughs> <laughs> I sense that I've reduced my time. I'm very good about getting in and out. I was going to say, you probably have mastered that by now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you went to Purdue and then did you study dietetics as an undergrad? I did. I studied dietetics in undergrad and I also did their honors program. So I have two fun stories with that. One is during our honors program, we had to do our own research and that led me to grad school for one. But I remember sitting in a class for the honors program. They had all these CEOs come in and talking about their careers. And one CEO was a female and she's like, I had to make time to date after I got out of school. And I giggled and she's like, you wait. And I, I, it was so true. I, I started my own business out of grad school and it wasn't until I got to my thirties that I was like, I am really ready to settle down now. Cause I was able to put my, you know, business was on a good, you know, basically was running really well at that point. So I thought that was interesting looking back that she was right. And then also my professor, our director of our program, Miss Olivia Wood, I remember telling her 
as I was getting ready to go to grad school, I definitely don't want to teach the next generation of dietitians. And not only am I a career coach, but I'm also an educator. And I love passing the apple on to the next generation. So I think that just goes along with you really can't put yourself in one niche in dietetics because you never know where your career path is going to go. Especially when you're, no matter what age you are too, right? Even if you're in school or even if you're a seasoned dietitian, it could lead you somewhere you have no idea. Absolutely. And it's always okay to pivot. And, you know, if you do have your own business, transition into a new niche or area that suits you and your needs for that point in your life. You know, I, I think that's such a good point because a lot of people, you know, have those life experiences that whether it's a personal experience or it's, you know, a professional experience, but somehow like a light bulb goes off kind of inside and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I think I want to do this. Absolutely. I mean, even starting out in grad school and undergrad, I always wanted to have a radio show called Bitch and Nutrition and talk about nutrition all day long. But then as I went through my career, I did get a little burnout on fiber and talking about <laughs> nutrition on the day to day. And and that was okay. I remember even talking to Melissa Dobbins a long time ago about changing my logo with Bitch and Nutrition. And we were talking about how careers transition. And then in 2019, I was helping so many of my colleagues, my peers, my students, my interns, just helping them with their resume, finding jobs. And that was really igniting my soul. I really enjoyed giving back in that way to our profession and my peers. And so I transitioned from a nutrition counseling business into career coaching. So again, it's just, I I think it's just good to keep an open mind because if, if you don't, you, you don't want to be burnt out doing something in this field long term. It's we have so many skills and you're growing professionally every day that you just can't be afraid to take the leap into the next thing that you're interested in. I love that. So you actually started out in nutrition counseling with your business when you graduated then and when you after your internship. I did. I was, I feel like back in 2009 when private practices weren't as traditional of a route to take, I met a web designer and he said he could build me a website for like $500. And I was working with him at a pediatric dietitian job. And I was like, let's do this. (laughs) So (laughs) I started blogging back in 2009. And then I went into outpatient, kept that going, was seeing some nutrition counseling clients on the side, also did some big corporate wellness clients, spoke to like running groups, did more sports nutrition, got my CSSD. And then after a while, I was like, I really want to give back. I want to go into education because I was working with so many interns as a preceptor that I was like, I think I want to take it one step further and go into education. And then around that time is when I also pivoted instead of doing the nutrition counseling into career coaching because they face education basically for my career coaching. I am an educator. I don't just do somebody's resume for them. We do an interactive 
60-minute session, we're working through the resume or cover letter or interview questions or LinkedIn profile together because my whole philosophy is I want to teach them how they can improve it in the future if I'm not there. Because your job's going to pivot, right? <laughs> because my job might pivot and I just, I want to give them the tools to the trade. I don't want it to be, you know, here's a resume that you don't know how to speak off of. If you build it, you're going to remember what's in it. That's so true. So you kind of, you kind of fell into, well, you kind of had that passion that you wanted to get back to the profession. So you went kind of into education and you're working currently in that as well. And then you've married that with coaching dietitians on their careers. So helping them with their resumes, helping them with their profiles, what kind of, was there something specific that really ignited that for you saying there's a huge need in the dietitian profession there's something missing for our students i think you know as an educator just seeing more and more students going into the field without the skill set to know how to negotiate their salary land their dream job cultivate successful careers with confidence which i think is a huge piece of the puzzle. So I saw both the younger generation and then also my peers that were in the field for 20 plus years were starting to come to me and saying, I want to pivot in my career. I've completely maxed out in this niche. I want to start using new tools. I want to create new experiences. They also were trying to figure out how to navigate through their career path and e email a CEO to figure out how to create their dream, dream job. So that's where I felt like there really was a need and I was doing it just to help and for fun. But I was like, I could really make this lucrative down the line. Granted, I'm not charging <laughs> millions of dollars because I really do want dietitians to land their dream jobs and be successful long-term because that's just a part of my personal mission. So, you know, I try to set a price point that I thought was very feasible, whether you're the new grad or the seasoned dietitian. And I guess like, I feel like our profession needs this so much because I think like you said, the new grads, they're just like, I just need to get a job because I'm a new grad. And then there's the dietitians that are seasoned that are just you know, they feel like they're stuck in a job and they're not, they don't have the confidence to approach someone about, hey, I can do this for you. So what are some things that you, like, maybe let's highlight for the new dietitian. What are some things that you can help them with to get them started for their dream job? I think having a solid base of personal branding is very, very important. So what does that mean? You know, what kind of story are you going to tell your future employer? What are your skills, your experience, experiences? What makes you personally unique? And I found that that one component was so important that I added it in all of my packages for, nutri for career coaching because it was basically resulting in a hundred percent success rate without that component <laughs> individuals were really struggling landing that job finishing the resume because until you do a deep dive on who you are and then what you want and the what you want component comes into your needs 
your wants and your non-negotiables in a role. And if you don't even know those three things, how are you going to weed out any job offers or job board postings that don't really suit that dream job long-term? And then when you get to the salary negotiation component, if you have a list of your needs, your wants and non-negotiables, you are ready to negotiate. And yes, you should negotiate even at your first job. They always have something extra you can ask for. You just got to figure out what that is. It's going to add to your life happiness. That's a good tip because I don't think a lot of new grads are thinking, oh, I can negotiate something. <laughs> They're like too scared to do it. I remember even my mom, I, I came out of grad school and I went into being the director of a pediatric program for nutrition counseling. Uh, it was a pediatric therapy group in the Chicagoland area. And I even negotiated that. And my mom would thought I was absolutely crazy. And I was like, no, this is what I need to do. I just have an extra credential after my name. I know exactly what I'm doing. And I'm going to ask for what I need to, you know, support myself. So, it, it, and if you don't negotiate from day one, how is that going to build on itself for that next position, the next position, et cetera? That's so true. So true. So what about the seasoned dietitian who has maybe been in a job for a while and maybe would like to stay there and maybe grow within the company or maybe adventure off into a new career? How do you kind of rebuild that confidence back in them to, to set the stage for the next step? A lot of times for the seasoned RDs, it's basically reviewing those transferable skills. So what skills do they have that could lead into a new position of interest or elevate their career in the same niche area? So that's, again, doing that deep dive of personal branding, their skills, experiences, needs, wants, non-negotiables as our foundation, and then going from there. And whether you're a new grad or a seasoned grad, what I found out is utilizing that network to help you in your career search from day one is so valuable. Whether you're putting up, you know, open to hiring on your LinkedIn profile or you're emailing all of your classmates to say, you know, what kind of positions are out there? Or as you become more seasoned, at that point, you might be part of DPG groups, you know, Maybe you're more active in Aspen or the Academy or another big professional network, really leaning in to the network that you have built and asking around about job openings that obviously would suit your long-term career goals is going to be very beneficial for those next steps. And I know you mentioned earlier too of the, what do I want? Do you talk through um, you know, when you're working with a client, do you help kind of talk through the, what are my wants? What are my non-negotiables? Because I think a lot of people go, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want to do. Or I don't, you know, does that something that you help kind of navigate that with them as well? We do. We And I do get a lot of the, I don't know, but we sit there. I mean, we have a good solid time to work on this together. And by the time we're done with that personal branding, I I basically give them, I call it a finding your career happiness workbook by the end of our career coaching session, number one. And that's going to have all of that information in there and really set the foundation for moving forward. But if they're still not sure, 
what niche might spark their interest next, I have a free find your niche dietetics quiz and I link to it in my Instagram page and my link tree. And I would say it is dead on all of my clients. They'll do that and take that quiz. It's like five minutes or less. And they're like, this is exactly what I thought it would be, or I really am interested in this niche, but that's not where I'm at now. So I feel like that's something that I have incorporated into our first session as well, just because if they, they're not sure, it gives us a better direction of what niche, you know, might work best for them in the long run. That's awesome. And that's a free, we'll have to, I'll have to link that in the show notes for everyone to, to take that. Cause I feel like that's a, if that's a really good place to start to kind of see where they're at. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's free. And I definitely will send you the link. Awesome. Awesome. So when a dietitians that are listening, if they would like to work with you, maybe describe the process of getting, you know, started with you. What does that look like? How long do you spend? Do you have packages? What does that kind of look like for your future clients? So most of the time, yeah, my clients reach out to me through, I would say, LinkedIn or Instagram, or I do get a lot of referrals. So they'll contact me directly through email. But I would say majority contact me directly through Instagram, through direct messaging. So that would be the easiest. And then I have two career packages. I try to make things simple. (laughs) And I also put it in a one page information sheet. So I'll send that out to a lot of my clients. And then we can obviously talk through any questions that they have. But my baseline package is called Finding Career Happiness. And that includes some pre-work, that free quiz, one 30-minute career strategizing session. And that's where we do that personal branding, that deep dive. And then one follow-up 60-minute career coaching session on their choice. So whether it's LinkedIn profile, resume, cover letter, interviewing, prep, etc. I've even had clients do follow-up packages or one-off sessions where we're working through CEO emails to, you know, touch base with the CEO at a company of interest to land their dream job and spell out exactly how they could help a company. I've worked with some clients even for 60 minutes on coming up with elevator speeches for networking events and talking points and even recently, I would said, say I have a lot more clients reaching out on salary negotiation and we'll talk through their job offer package or packages. It's ideal if you get more than one and we can kind of talk through pros and cons of each offer and what you can negotiate to bring that up. And then my next package is the transform your career package. And that just adds in an additional 60 minute co- coaching session and follow up and email support for 30 days as well. Oh, nice. And I know that you do a lot of great things on your Instagram, just with like, you put out so much great information, like even your negotiation kind of templates. And you always offer like great, like today, I think you put a post about, you know, different things that you can search for, for job opportunities, just the endless amounts of, you know, words that you can use. Like you always try to put out great free information too. Yes. I would say Instagram is where I post majority of my content. So if you are Instagram, definitely feel free to connect. I love to chat through direct messaging. And then also I do have, again, an Instagram 
or sorry, and LinkedIn page as well. So you can connect via LinkedIn too. And I so thank you for doing all that stuff because I think that you know, I do direct people your way because of just the, just if nothing else, they follow your Instagram just to get some ideas. Cause you know, people are always like treading water. They're kind of like, I don't know if I'm ready for help yet or not. And so I have been directing people that way, but I think, you know, there's such a big need for this. And I'm assuming that's why, that's why you're doing it too. Like you see that there's such a huge need. Absolutely. And again, you know, even when working with my clients, we always talk about doing things that really ignite your soul. So I, I love giving back to this profession, you know, whether it's volunteering or doing career coaching or educating. So yeah, definitely check out my Instagram page because I have, like you mentioned, and so many free resources. So even if you're not sure if you want to get started with a career coach, I mean, I have a salary negotiation email a bunch of dietitian titles you can search when you're looking for a job. So definitely feel free to follow my Instagram page. And what kind of fun things do you have kind of planned for your future? Cause I feel like you're very ambitious. So I feel like you've got lots of, lots of ideas in the tank. So is there something that you're looking forward to with your business in the future? I am in the process of building a course right now. So that is something that I've undertaken, but I do have, you know, a full-time education job. I'm doing coaching and I have two little ones. I have a three and a five-year-old. So it's, it's taken me a, a little bit longer to do it because I mean, at this point in my career too, I want to spend some time with my family. So that's on the horizon and I will be hopefully within the next two months be posting more information about that on Instagram. Oh my gosh. How do you do it all, lady? <laughs> That's a lot. I've been trying to let go of the things that aren't as important, but it's, I, I do think it's really hard. I mean, I remember before having kids, I mean, I could write a blog post till 2 a.m. easy. And now between 5 and 8 p.m., I really want to protect my time. So, you know, again, that's why also this career coaching business has worked well for me in the, the long run, because I can do a lot of stuff virtual and I don't have to have those five to eight p.m. hours with my nutrition counseling clients like I used to. That's true. That's very true. And that's family time. So that's very important. Absolutely. Anything else that you want to share with just dietitians, any advice or anything that you feel like is a great tidbit of information that every dietitian should know? I think it's just okay to change your mind. I mean, whether you want to quit a job or you want to email a CEO to create a new role or you want to start a business of your own out of the blue. I mean, if it's something that you've thought about for a few months, now's the time to take the chance. I really believe that. I mean, especially at this point in my career, I'm, I'm in a good portion. I'm now more of a seasoned dietitian and I'm happy that I've made some of the risks that I made early on in the profession, like taking a director role in peds right out of grad school. And I wasn't really sure if I'd be able to pull it off. So <laughs> just, just, 
taking those chances. And I hope that I will be taking a lot more chances in the future. I have no doubt that you will. (laughs) And balance it all fabulously like you're doing currently. Absolutely. (laughs) Great advice. Thank you, Brooke. All right. Now that you've answered all my easy questions, are you ready for my hard questions? Oh, goodness. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you share with me some foods that you enjoy? Foods that I enjoy? I, if it's like a really good occasion and I want to hang out with my kids, we do marshmallow Sunday night at Culver's. (laughs) That's That's like our special night out me and my two girls well something about that fake marshmallow (laughs) stuff they put on the sunday i don't like really is exciting i like having sushi night with my husband and then making homemade pizzas with my family that's like the perfect all three perfect things (laughs) what about beverages that you enjoy i like drinking coffee first thing in the morning. I try to have water first, but sometimes that doesn't always work out. So I would say my number one morning beverage is coffee. It's my, gets my day started right. Do you have a timer on your coffee maker? Is it ready for you when you wake up? No, I actually don't mind doing like going through the motions in the morning. Kind of the ritual of it just all. Just the ritual. Yeah. I don't mind doing it at all. It just kind of starts my day off in a, in a good vibe. I like that. What about scents or smells that you enjoy? I like the smell of cut grass. And my husband says, I guess this is my sixth sense, even though it's one of the primary senses, that I could work for the FBI because I can smell a gas leak literally from three houses down. I mean, I, my sense of smell is amazing. He's like, you could work for the FBI with that nose. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? I mean, yeah. I, I can smell like something in the air and randomly like be like, was there onions put in this soup for five hours ago? I can smell it. Wow. Wow. That's, you do have a, crazy nose that's amazing <laughs> is there um what's something that maybe a lot of people don't know about you i used to play basketball from second grade to high school so Ooh. i grew up in indiana being a hoosier i had a really good jump shot and that was i was known as the the girl on the basketball court with the long blonde ponytails <laughs> That's a long time to play basketball. I mean, it's that's a like long time. <laughs> it's a long time. And I loved it. So I'm like trying to teach my, my five-year-old right now how to dribble with her fingers. And we're, we're practicing. Ooh, that would be fun if she got into it. Cause then you could live vicariously through her. As she I, I think I'm going to be a coach. I feel like when she, if she is like maybe the fourth grade coach, maybe I'm not going to do high school, but maybe the fourth grade coach, I'll, I'll sign up for that. That'd be fun. Well, you could be a you you are a dietitian, career coach, and a basketball coach. Sounds yeah, like that'd be perfect. I would love that. <laughs> and Brooke, what brings you joy in life? I love 
my profession. I love my family and I'm trying to vacation as often as, as I can to enjoy every moment. That's a really good goal. That's a really good joy too. Where's the next vacation? We have a few of them coming up. My husband and I don't buy gifts for each other. We try to buy experiences. So we're hoping to go to Phoenix, Arizona before the end of the year and Hilton Head in th around Thanksgiving with my side of the family. Ooh, two good choices. I love it. <laughs> and I love the buying experiences. I'm with you on that 100%. Like, I don't want any more stuff in my life. I want experiences. Absolutely. We, one of my birthday gifts was I asked for the United States map. It's actually in a lot of my Instagram reels. So if anybody follows me and our, the rule is that we cannot put a photo of that state in the map unless our whole family has went to that state together. So we're slowly filling in the United States map. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. <laughs> well, Brooke, I have really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit more. I love connecting the person behind the Instagram account. Not that I can tell your personality in your Instagram account, but you're definitely even better over the inter over the interwebs. So, so great to have you on. Thanks again. This has been so fun. Thanks for having me. It was so nice to connect with Brooke over the airwaves. I've been following her for a while on social media, and I really do enjoy the content that she puts out to help dietitians kind of navigate their career. Uh, I loved our conversation about new dietitians versus dietitians who've been practicing and how there's always a space for them to find their happiness and find their joy and to find their place in the dietitian world. Uh, I think reaching out to her, working with her, finding someone who's also so passionate about our career space is so good for our profession because we need more people like her so people do not quit the dietetics field, which I think is happening more than it should be. So make sure you head over to the show notes, go check out Brooke's contact information if you're kind of in that place where you're looking to maybe figure out more about what you want to do when you grow up, wherever you are in your career. And remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.